Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Hey, kid gloves. This is... I was about to say this is Boy Meets World. This is Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. So like two weeks from now is TV theme songs week. For, no for way. My job. And the set list that they've got prepared, because we get our set list from corporate, right? And like mm-hmm. they're always, but we usually like swap one out or something if we feel like it. So the set list they've got is I'll Be There For You from Friends, obviously. Of course. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. And I was talking today, and I think we're going to do Fresh Prince and I'll Be There For You, but we're talking about swapping TMNT out. And you put Boy Meets World in the I, I mean, I, I threw it out there, but the problem with it is it's so short, we would just, like, do that three times or four times. <laughs> like, That's true. You know, like, we'd have to just keep doing it because there's not, like, more verses That's somewhere true. hidden to that. I was going to say, the first the first intro that they do is long. Oh, like, yeah. this first but that's season. Not fun. But it's not fun, and also there's no words. No. No. And <laughs> so then, it would just be you going, which could be entertaining. That'd be a great time. But I don't think um, the kids could keep up No, it doesn't sound, it sounds like it would wear off really quickly. Yeah. We talked about, we're probably honestly going to do DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did talk about making a medley of, like, Scooby-Doo, DuckTales, Goof Troop, Boy Meets World. And then there were a few others with the full house, like just a, a bunch that we really want to hit, you know? We posted that video on our Facebook of the people who combined the, they did like the Boy Meets World themes, all of them. Oh yeah. And then they did an acapella. Mm-hmm. I forget if they sang through the whole thing or not, but an option. Maybe. An option. We're probably not going to do the Boy Meets World themes. Damn it. It's probably going to be DuckTales. Oh, whatever. It's a really good theme song. Whatever. This guy was getting kicked off this podcast. I can't carry this along. So I don't know the verses to the DuckTales theme song. <laughs> just I will have to learn those. It's just I'll, it's going to be three and a half minutes of me going DuckTales. Yeah. That's what we're going to do that day. So. Welcome to the DuckTales podcast. Welcome to. The Duck Call. Uh. You like that? That's my duck noise. Oh, I hope we caught all of that. I can do it in, in case that in, um, I'll get a little closer. Yeah, get a little. <laughs> that's oh, something I've been able to do since childhood, and I, I just, I don't know. I've oh really always God. enjoyed it. It's really like that's that's one of my secret little special oh, skills is a duck noise. My uncle Bill has a great Donald Duck impersonation. Oh yeah, I used to have a pretty decent Goofy. I don't think I do anymore though. Oh, oh hi, Max. Oh. That's all right. right? That's fine. That's yeah. Bad. Yeah. I used to be that. On a scale of one to ten, I would give it a solid six gloved animated characters. <laughs> There's nothing solid about that. <laughs> that's so, that's not solid. I used to, and my, the only thing I can do for Mickey is like a, uh, it's like kind of a laugh thing. It's like a, oh, damn it. Wait, hang on. Uh, huh, huh, hiya. Hiya, everybody. Woohoo. <laughs> No, it's not great. I used to have a better Mickey, too. Well. It's been a minute. It's been a while. You just have to get back into it. I gotta practice. I think the kids will appreciate that, though. Oh, you know, if we sing DuckTales, I'm gonna swing in that yes. duck in there. Oh, they'll love it. There's, they'll gonna, think it's great. Gonna, I can't say words while I do no. it. <laughs> anyway, this is anyway, not about impressions. So welcome to the Feeny Call. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Could have fooled me. At least me. the last time I checked. But we could have switched I'm... to like the duck cast. I don't the know. duck cast? 
I can't. It goes alongside the tramp I'm cast. Not as, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I don't know why. And just instinctively, whenever I am naming podcasts, I just put the cast Something after cast. whatever always the, the cast. word is. No, you know, I saw Disney recently announced, shocker, they're going to do Lady and the Tramp with actual animals. Yes, I don't. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, why, why are you picking these movies? Here's the thing that is amazing to me. They're remake. They're doing. Everyone's blown away because they're doing a live action 101 Dalmatians, and I'm like, we already, we already have, have that. A 101 we have Dalmatians. a very and like, and by live action, we mean like no mean bullshit. Like it's legitimately 101 real ass Dalmatians. Dogs. That movie's amazing. I'm so exhausted with remakes. That, Stop doing it, please. That movie's fucking great. It is great. Glenn okay, Close Glenn is Close a star. is amazing as Cruella Deville. Here's the thing. And that movie does so much storytelling yeah. so without so much visual storytelling, yes. like no dialogue yep. for so long, and it's fucking awesome. It's great. That it's movie's movie. so good. Darn I like the it. second one too. 102, 102 Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Also solid. Very good. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know they were understand. doing another one of those. Emma Stone we, is going to be Cruella Deville. Glenn. Gwen Close was like we She's have. Perfect. She's perfect. We have that. Yeah. What are we talking about today? So today is season one, episode nineteen. We're almost through, We're season, almost one. through season one. Believe Thank it. God. Or not? Yeah, I know. I'm ready for the actual. I watched an episode of season four the other day, and oh, I yeah. was like, man, I can't wait There's to get the through good this. Shit. There's just so much. It's just Some so much good more meaty shit, you know. Yeah, because I I straight up watched this episode and. Um, before I do my trivia, I have two different pieces of trivia, but I watched this episode and finished it and was like, what did I learn? <laughs> like, I didn't learn anything from that sure. episode. Kid Gloves. What's our trivia for, for Kid Gloves? So, um, in this episode, we see Corey scuba diving in the school pool from his point of view. Mm-hmm. Very interesting shot. Yeah, they really commit to that first person they shot do. for a long time. Uh, then they then he comes up to the surface to see Mr. Feeney looking down on him, obviously. And this mimic directly mimics the scene. I don't know if you've ever seen The Graduate. Oh, yeah. Directly mimics the scene in, mimics oh, the scene my in Graduate. Oh, my God. Where it, Dustin Hoffman comes up from scuba diving to see his father looking down on him, also played yeah, by William by Daniels. William Daniels. Oh, my God. Yeah. I never mm-hmm. knew that. I have seen The Graduate. Yep. That's ha- fuck. That, that that now, now I understand why they committed to that first person yep. point, like, and did that for so long. Yeah, because I was literally watching it, and I was like, God damn, this cut. is a long scene. Yeah, make a cut. Come on, and like, like we don't need any of the. Like, it's all nothing... nonsense. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Like this is silly. But now I get it. Uh-huh. That's a filmmaker's joke. Yep. Okay, good for them. That's great. None of the kids are gonna get. No, it. but I no, enjoy whatever. that more now. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, second little bit. It's not so much trivia. It's mostly just like a funny thing that we find out later. But uh, Eric's, Eric makes a joke about getting rid of the gloves, that the only way to do that is for him to grow up, get married, and give them to his own son. And uh-huh. he does. He gives he them does. to Augie. He gives them to Augie. In Girl Meets World. Yep. That's true. So cute. And, and you know, it's funny. I was thinking about it, too, because the, the episode ends with Corey saying, like, you can give them back to me when I'm ready, and that'll be like the most important day of my life. Or, or give them back to me on the most important day of my life. He's like, when will that be? Whenever you give them back to me. Yeah. And it's really sweet. And then the episode sweet. ended, and I was like, well, if Girl Meets World didn't exist, obviously, I was like, this series ends, and he never gives them back to him. It's so true. Like, that's very That's true. rough. It might have been. Here's what <laughs> I'm thinking. Maybe it was when Augie was born. It's the day that or Augie was Riley born. Or Riley was born. Who knows? When one of his kids when was born. When one of his kids was born, I'm thinking that would be, be when Riley was born. the day that... That, gave them back. That makes sense because they don't actually specify when they gave when them. they are given back. I haven't watched Girl Meets World since it was out, like mm-hmm. since it was live on TV. So mm-hmm. there's a chance that he might say, "My father gave the, these to me the day that you were born." And mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. No, 
Well, then fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. It does, because I looked it up. I, I double-checked. Because I remember that, that that happens in Girl Meets World, and I was like, do we know? Do we find out? We don't find out specifically. We yeah. just know that, like, they that come they, back, yeah, and come that back. he gave him to Augie, and, like, we tell the story and everything. I mean, but if they if he had said it, then we would probably watch Girl Meets World and be like, oh, my God, look at all of that, like, fucking... Fan service. Yeah, just extra... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Extra... Uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Oh, my God. The emotional blackmail. No. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yada yada, um, screenwriters. The oh my god, forget it. I, it's, I'm not gonna think of it. It's and it's not plot, even allegory, metaphor, rising action, shush. thesis. Shush, shush. No, it's like uh, no, it's completely. Is it an SAT now. vocab word? Uh, no, that's the thing. Is it's like right on the tip of my tongue, and it should be a super easy word, but I cannot. All think right, we'll come it. back to it in a half. Doesn't hour. matter. Um, my first note on this episode, well, okay, forget that. Scratch all of that. Yeah, there's we some semblance recap. of a... Here's the thing that's happening. The, the further we get into this, the more Megan loses her mind. Okay, so 16, you did the recap. So 17, I did, which Ooh. means 18, it's you my did, turn. which means that it is my turn. Oh, it's Megan's turn. Tell us what happens in 30 seconds or less, probably more. Shush. Ready, set, go. Corey wakes up in the morning and sees that um, Alan has left a little box on his forehead. It, he opens it up, he sees that there are little gloves in it that on a silver chain. Um, he's kind of like, what the fuck are these? And so uh, he runs downstairs, runs out, runs to his scuba lesson, um, because apparently they have extracurriculars in scuba diving something or other. So um, then he loses them, then he can't find them, and then that's pretty much all i got so nailed not it a lot of nailed it i know that's that was 30 seconds pretty much was 30 on the seconds dot. on the dot so but let's get into anything it that happened in this episode. no no no. let's do it i got i got, I got thoughts i got words for here's this episode thing. here's the thing i liked it better than last week's we did not like last week's episode we did not like last so, week's episode but this is comparable to last week's episode it's just no one's a shithead in this episode like it's there's it's, there's it's, some shitheadery there is some shitheadery but it doesn't carry as much weight sure as, or it ca- I should say, um, rewind, it carries a little more weight than last week's episode, just sure. because it has a little more sentimentality. Mm-hmm. Last week, everyone was just an everyone idiot. Sucked. Everyone sucked. This week, they're only, there's only a little bit of suckiness, but also there are a lot of good things that happen in this episode as well. Sure. What did you learn, Megan? I don't, I, I didn't learn anything. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. You I, learn about, about like, I, I learned to respect the things that are passed down to you because they might be, well, okay, here's the thing. What I wrote down was I learned to respect the things passed down to us because we love the people that they are important to. Uh-huh. But then that's completely erased when mm-hmm. Corey walks through the door and Alan's like, I don't give a shit about the gloves. I just wanted to know that you were safe. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, respect the things, obviously, that other respect other people's things and like have some respect for mm-hmm. things that you're, I guess, the history of your loved ones and whatever and that kind of thing but at the same time yeah he just I feel like it completely is erased I mean I think that it's a matter that you know it's twofold right because Alan doesn't tell Corey the importance of the gloves mm-hmm. and then and then you know obviously Corey's more important than the gloves mm-hmm. I guess it is it is a little there isn't a lot you're, what you're saying is kind of true, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels very. I mean, it's a responsibility much. episode. Yeah, it's, it's kind responsibility. of responsibility. 
But it didn't feel as much like responsibility as other episodes did. I think no. that was another thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and, and like valuing your family, mm-hmm. I guess. Because like if we look for the parallel with Eric and his buck knife, uh-huh. right? Like Eric doesn't really care about the buck knife, but he, knows he loves and respects his dad and wants to like honor, the, you know, knows that this was a gift given without and, expectation of anything as yeah. he taught us, you know, so. So I think there's that, I guess. I mean, I got I got a lot of thoughts on this episode that don't have a lot to do with wonderful moral lessons. Of course. My first thought of this episode was he's listing all these extracurriculars and I'm like, what the? What the fuck? Am so I right? There's so extracurriculars. We're not over here doing like art. And remind me why. Re- yeah, like Reading, art, writing, like, like basic like ass baking. extracurriculars. Yeah. We got like underwater basket weaving. What's <laughs> happening? So I'm just kind of confused on why there are so many extracurriculars when they have a class of nine people but also why did they need to do remind me again why they needed to do extracurriculars a plot device well yeah there's no they there's no explanation feeney's just like we're gonna all do extracurculars now plus they were on the basketball team Isn't no that, that was only for that one episode that doesn't matter <laughs> that was only for one 20 minute mm-hmm. period you cannot expect them to Obviously. stay on the basketball team no, I agree. The extracurriculars are, are ridiculous. And and then what I, I don't have any issue buying the fact that Feeney is a certified dive instructor. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. I can buy that. That's easy. What I do take issue with is they're meeting in the cafeteria. <laughs> yep. All right. They are meeting in what is clearly the cafeteria. And then they go swimming somewhere. Later, an establishing shot says the gymnasium. But then Amy says the why in, some, in, in dialogue oh, yeah. there. Uh, at the end when Corey comes home. So that's just all kinds of over the place. And that all of that bothers me. But was you know, there a sign that said gymnasium and then had like an arrow to another place? No, it looked very much like they just were trying like to there. establish this is the school's gym and there's a pool here. Weird. Because, I mean, either way, Corey fucking broke and entered either into the yeah, school's he, or gym or the, or the Y. I guess the Y is worse, you know. Yeah, because we've already established we can get into the school after hours. Right, and he fucking like stole scuba gear. Mm-hmm. To go swimming in a pool. Yeah. Like an idiot. All right. Like, you don't need scuba gear to do that shit. But uh-huh. okay. And I don't know how deep the pool is, but like, still. Yeah. All right. And then let, let's get, I just want to get into it All right, right cool. now. This fucking bullshit ass scene okay. where they sexualize the fuck out of Topanga. Oh, yeah. And that she's was an rough. 11 year old girl. That was rough. And someone came over and put her hips forward and told her to bevel. And I was, was so I, oh, I hated it. It was disgusting. Here's the thing that, I, because I also was like, I don't like this at all. It was so cringy. It was very cringy. However, Topanga was also, she was kind of like, I don't know. She like took off her robe in a way. Oh, that she was doing. She, she was, was. She was doing. That's what I'm at. Them. I'm mad at the screen at oh, the okay, directing. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. No, no. I want to be very clear. I am mad at the directors yeah, and the screenwriters was, here. She was doing it in a way where she right. was just like, "Look at me." That I'm, she was very clearly uh-huh. told, like, "We're gonna sexualize you, young eleven-year-old. We're gonna yeah. make sex jokes about you. Ha ha ha." Yeah. And I hated it. And immediately, you know, like this whole thing happens where like. Corey looks scrawny. Sean's wearing a muscle shirt, but then he looks scrawny. Ha ha. Jokes. Whatever. Nonsense. Okay. Like this whole scene. One of the best scene, lines. Sean, Corey takes like off you. his shirt and he says something about, you are the whitest white guy I've oh, ever yeah. met. Oh <laughs> yeah. I hate the whole scene though, because like the, yeah. what happened, nothing happens in it. No. It's literally, it's three happens. minutes of body shaming and sexualizing mm-hmm. jokes. Like it's just 
back all of that and then cut you know that scene ends and Feeney comes in and starts the like scuba lesson Mm -hmm. and I was like scenes should have started right here we yeah. didn't need any of this bathing suit humor no. nonsense. It was supposed to be like they're making fun of her, they're making fun of her, and then it's like, oh. And she says something about people who judge by outward appearance are stupid or right. shallow or whatever. Right. And then, of course, they are instantly judging by outward appearance, right. even though they were just making fun of her a second ago to, for being weird. So, yeah. like, it's all for a... It's all for the laughs. That's I know. Why I the hate scene, it. It's unnecessary. I yes, hate it. Absolutely, it's is unnecessary. gross. But that's why. I mean, it's the '90s, and that's what they did for fun. Just laughing. It was so gross. Yeah. And then I like in the only defense I will have is yes, they were sexualizing her, but they're also eleven. So it's not like Feeney was sexualizing her, or an adult, or a well, high schooler God. was sexualizing her. And we are not supposed. I don't think we, as an audience, are supposed to sexualize her. I don't. I, think, I disagree. The audience reactions lead me to believe that we well, are yeah. supposed but to. But then again, their... I think also that had to do something to do with the way she took off the robe. Right. Again, my problem here is with the directors and yes, the no, that was a episode. bad jo- choice on their part. I, I believe wholeheartedly that Danielle Fischel did her job as an actor and took her direction and everything yes. and did, did what the you know directors told her to do. And maybe she thought it was funny. Like, who knows? Probably. I just hated it. Yeah. I hated it a lot. Yeah. Soiled the whole It's one thing. of those things that you don't really think about as a kid yeah. because you're just, you have crushes and like that's just a part of growing up, but then you get older. Yeah, there's nothing wrong like, with like 11-year-olds being attracted yeesh. to 11-year-olds. I just don't want to imagine an adult Telling an 11 year old how to sexualize themselves for the sake of a joke. For the sake of a joke, yeah. Like, I hate that. Yeah, the direction, whoever the director was, maybe not the best. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. For you. Those aren't the words. Shame, shame, shame. (laughs) It is. Uh, But it works. I mean, whatever. You made it work. That's my TED talk about this episode. I hated that part a lot, a lot, a lot. And then, I mean, Minkus comes over and says, like, Topanga, you're beautiful. And I like I want to be fine with that, but like everything else that's but just again, happened makes only, me sick about because, it. Because <laughs> yeah, well, because the fact that she took off the robe right she's now in that a she's suit, like basically now she's naked be- now but she's Minkus beautiful. Minkus thinks that she's beautiful regardless, that's true. and we know this because of context. Listen, clues. Minkus is the Minkus should be the hero of the goddamn show. Okay, <laughs> that's what I realized watching these two episodes is that Minkus should Minkus be the fucking great. hero. Because he is wildly intelligent, yeah. leads with kindness, but stands his own against bullies That's when true. he needs to. That's true. Uh, and, like, all around, just a good human. Damn. Yeah. Strive to be more like Minkus, everybody. <laughs> Everyone should be more like Minkus. Minkus is the gold standard. Um, but, yeah, I Sorry, think the I biggest thing was now. there wasn't a lot. It was just a... It, there was just a lot of fluff in this episode. It did not feel very... Yeah, it was just, kind of a fluffy episode. It, it held a little bit of weight because Alan obviously talks about how important these gloves were to him. Which, like, I want to talk a little more about I that. I highly doubt that his eye was hanging out of its socket. Yeah, it's nonsense. I want to talk more about this idea that Alan won second place in the entire United States Navy in yeah. a boxing competition. Maybe he was really yoked as a kid. I mean, maybe... So don't we find out later that Alan was a cook in the Navy, right? Isn't that a thing we discover later? Am I making that up? I mean, regardless of whether or not he was a cook, he could still be... He yes, just didn't yes. fight. No, but... I know. I get that much. But, like, isn't that a thing later when when it's, like, in season five or something, when Sean's drinking, uh, not or season six, Sean's dad is dead, he's drinking, and he wants him to yell at him, and Eric's like, Dad was a Navy damn SEAL, and Corey's like, he was a cook in the Navy. He's like, he always used to say he was a Navy SEAL when he would yell at us, or whatever. Like, don't bring any bells. Uh, 
it rings a bell, but I'll have to get back to you on that. Maybe he wasn't. All right, whatever. Anyway, Let us know. someone tweet at us. Please. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's fine. Alan won second place in boxing, and that's great. Like he's a big dude. I guess that's cool yeah. for his weight class too. So that's fine. Yes, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, it's obviously <laughs> not against everyone in the Navy. It's that's for his weight class. Um, so like that's cool. That's good and all. Um, I guess. Well, and I could see with with what we've heard about Alan and his backstory so far, I could see him having some like pent up anger that sure. once he gets in the Navy, oh, yeah, he's just he like, I'm gonna fucking wail on this guy. Because... I'm curious about when he was in the Navy. I guess because don't they between... tell us that he and Amy like had. A, Eric when they were like 19 or whatever or 20 like don't we get that really early or it could get, have been really early still well let's assume and... that Amy and Alan are a year apart two mm-hmm. years apart so when Amy was 18 Alan was 20 maybe those two years between high school because he didn't go to college right. yeah those two years and they talked about how they broke up and got back together yeah. so there's a chance that he could have gone to the Navy spent a year there then they whatever dishonorable discharge honorable discharge whatever got back and he was just like all right i'm ready to settle down and start a family let's get married and then they got married and had eric sure you know what let's talk about there's something there it's just there it's never it's never apparent to us it was never painted i'd love to see the production bible for this show right right i'd love to uh let's talk about eric for a second because wilfredo gets a great acting Moment. I love Wilfred L so much. In his his little scene where he takes out the buck knife mm-hmm. and like he's talking to Corey, but he's really like endowing this buck knife with a lot of good shit. Yeah. He's like sometimes you know like keep it wrapped up and I'll polish, polish it, it up and like yeah. maybe one day I'll have a kid. And has this whole little thing and I was like, it's a good acting scene. Well done. Because he just it's like it's really just him and this buck knife. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's talking to Corey, but like he's got he's pouring a lot into this mm-hmm. knife and I just really appreciate it. It's a good acting moment for him. Mm -hmm. it's nice just really enjoy it he also just i think there's a very sweet moment where he's kind of obviously he's kidding with Corey and whatever about losing the gloves but i think there's there's a good moment when Corey wakes up and he's just like but you got a knife and like i got these stupid mittens and eric's like listen they're important to dad so like you need to you need to get your act together get eric episode yeah he's like you need to get you need to figure it out because Mm -hmm. come on like yeah yeah yeah. i get you you want to talk about you want to talk about Morgan? I know you want. To talk oh about my Morgan. god! Of course you do. <laughs> Morgan in this episode. Here's the thing. I took a note about this. My parents. I had an older brother. I just had one. Mm-hmm. I don't. You have three. So. I do. But my parents never got me a present. Oh fuck when, no! <laughs> when my brother. Absolutely my not. Birthday? I didn't get presents on my brother's no. birthdays. Hell no. no. That's nonsense. And it's so funny that Amy's like, you have to stay strong. When Alan's like, but I just, I don't yeah. She comes down and buy she's her love like, while oh. it's still cheap. Yes. Or I can still afford it. It's, yeah. I was like, that never, that never happened to me. The, but everything Morgan said in this episode, I wanted to go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, excuse you. She okay. definitely has like baby oh, of the yeah. family there syndrome is, there so is hard. There is, there is. And then, yeah, I did too. I, but I never, like, this was not a thing for me. I'm sure in other ways I was very much like this, where, like, I was, like, did that whole, like, dinosaurs, I'm the baby, gotta love me kind of thing all the time. I thought it was the <laughs> That was my fucking catchphrase. But I did, and there was probably, there was a point where eventually my parents were, like, cut this shit out. 
yeah. <laughs> and I think my mom and it was always like my but the difference I guess was my dad was more like cut the shit out and my mom was like but he's the baby yep. and it's like he's seven <laughs> you know whatever, <laughs> whatever. he's uh, 14 he's, he is a full grown adult okay <laughs> he's 24 years old still your mom is like but still, like, he's my baby. there are times when my mom goes he's my baby it's my oh, dad my. and my dad's like okay he's an adult Betty <laughs> and I'm also like I'm an adult Betty <laughs> <laughs> like mom but I think it's time yeah um, but it's funny. It's a good bit. It's some fun Morgan yes, bits for sure. And at the end when she's twirling the horse by its tail. And Did she like, win Did this in the Navy? <laughs> I think it's sweet though that she wants something that has sentimentality. She does want something though. with that. Well, but, but not because. Oh no. Not no. because she wants something with sentimentality. She's understood the intrinsic value of sentimentality and connection to Alan's history. But not. Yeah. She understands that like that is worth more. In terms of value, but not just because it is to her. Because that, as the whole, we collectively have decided that the $5 bill is worth more than the one. And so she wants the five. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> not because she actually understands the value of that dollar. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, but she's... It's a great so bit. Funny. It is a good, good bit. Oh, man. I guess it, it's, I feel shitty. I feel like we didn't really lay into a lesson here, you know? I feel like we're shirking our duties. But this, there isn't one. There isn't one. So, I like, and I watched this and the next episode back to back and I started confusing them in my mind a little bit at the beginning when you were talking I was like there's so much here this is such a good one there's so much yet. lessons to be had so much lessons so many lessons so much so much lessons so much like, lessening um, but you're right I watched them back to back and I definitely blurred them together a little bit yeah. and separating them there was less to do here yes I think uh, it's mostly just because it's kind of we're getting close to the end of season one. I'm sure they're they're hyping up for season two, and so these are these next couple episodes are just kind of like, all right, we got to get through it. I mean, next, we don't, next we're not one's gold. Start, yeah, we're hyping not gonna, it up. <laughs> we're not gonna start them in like seventh grade right now, so uh-huh. we just gotta we gotta finish the year. We gotta throw some episodes in there and just like get her done. Because I mean, it's Ew. episode nineteen, and there's twenty one, twenty two, yeah, twenty two. So we're almost there. We're almost there. The next time we but get together to record will be the end of season one, that's won't true. it? But yeah, it's 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 one of those things where I feel like this one and the last one too um, are just kind of like, all right, well we can't start them in junior high yet because we got we just got the go ahead for season two. So maybe we just extend season one for the rest of the episodes and just figure out what we're gonna do. And maybe have some lessons, but maybe we'll do some lessons. Maybe we we'll won't. Just make it a little, a little more sitcommy. Yeah. There's well, just not as much there at the moment. Again, getting into later seasons, there, there. I feel like the filler episodes still have a little bit uh-huh. more than because there's just more there. There's sure. more exposition at that point. Sure. It's bigger there's arcs. More, bigger yeah. Arcs there's more follow. arcs. There's more characters. There are more characters. I don't know why. I'm... There is lessening. There's lessening. Eat your lessons Everyone, and stay uh, in your vegetables. Yep. Um, great. So yeah. Flubs, uh, mess ups, things that don't line up. The only thing that really I mean, we, I've, bothered I've me. Really jumped on my, my high horse over here about yes. sexualizing. No, that that's also up. not, it's just not appropriate. But, Anything else? Um, the only thing that I noted was when Alan first comes into the bedroom to put the thing on Corey's head, Corey shifts yeah. in his position, meaning he's not very asleep. I know. Meaning act. he's not like <laughs> ben, ben. If you are listening, Ben, come ben. on the show. We love you. But 
<laughs> he shifts in his sleep, which means he's not like super asleep. I mean, I move he's in just my like, sleep sometimes. Yeah, but whenever I move in my sleep, I feel like it's because I'm not truly like dead asleep. Sure. I'm I'm on the verge of like I would be able to be. My REM is not. I'm not in the deepest set of my REM at that moment, and so I could be woken up. So Ellen comes into the room, sets the box, leaves. Mm-hmm. Eric hears him. Mm-hmm. So there's why that exchange did, why did is Eric dumb. hear him. That exchange was dumb. Corey, yeah, it like was. It. There's not a box on your head. Yeah, there is. Fucking, this is <laughs> stupid. <laughs> All right, you just had to kill another eight minutes or eight seconds of eight your se- show. Yeah, exactly. He so then the he takes time. the he yells at him. First of all, he already shifted, right. so clearly he's not all the way asleep. And then Eric's yelling at him, and it's like he can hear you. Yeah. Like there's no whatever. You're and, not fooling anybody, Ben. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, whatever. Nonsense. That was the only thing that really bothered me. Sure, 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 sure. Other than the eye in his socket, the eye did not his eye did not fall out of his socket. Yeah, obviously that didn't happen. Liar, Alan. I'm calling you a liar. Hyperbole, you know. Hyperbole. No. <laughs> um, I mean, good on also, I mean, Feeney. Feeney does his job in this episode. He, bring, does. he You know, and he brings the gloves, which is nice of him. He does, yes. But to that end, Feeney also he... doesn't do his job because he shows up at this pool and sends Corey home. Yeah. And then calls his parents instead of being like, get in my car. Get in my car and go. I'm taking you home. That's definitely why he didn't get the MVP for me. Yeah, he really fucks it up there at he the end. He didn't do that. But my MVP for this week was Amy. Oh, yeah. Because she kind of talks sense into everybody in this episode. And it was really funny because I started a note as Corey's running out the door and he's like, thanks, Dad, blah, blah, blah. Like, doesn't doesn't really recognize. And Alan had just gotten, he had just finished saying how much, how excited he was for Corey to come downstairs, how excited he was for this gift. And Amy sits down and she's like, he doesn't know what this means. You just, like, Mm -hmm. showed up with these silver gloves. And Mm -hmm. how in the world is he supposed to know what these mean? So she talks him down. She talks Corey down at the end of the episode um, when he's just like, I messed it all up and it's all my fault. Yeah. And so she just does some good momming some in good this momming. episode. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Eric partially because of that that moment I talked about already. Yeah. Um, altogether, I just think it's a good Eric episode. You know, he 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 un, he's already learned this lesson mm-hmm. about these, yeah. these gifts and the value of it. Even though he does a shit job of covering for Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is that whole dumb bit with him and Sean and dinner and whatever. But like, all in all, I enjoy enjoy Eric's place in this and that that one. That's the standout moment of the episode for me is him in the buck knife mm-hmm. uh, and you know doing all that little stuff with it. So yeah, good job, Wolfordell. Also, why are why are they not all in wetsuits? Why is it just Minkus? Don't they all need to be in wetsuits? Or can you scuba dive not in a wetsuit? You could scuba dive not in a wetsuit. Wouldn't that be? I guess if they're in a pool. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. If you were actually in the ocean, that I mean, would the fact be that different. They're, I mean, they're 11 years old, and the first thing Feeney tries to tell, teach them about is buddy breathing. And I've never been trained in scuba diving. My dad used to scuba dive a lot. But I'm pretty convinced you don't start with don't buddy start breathing. start with buddy breathing, yeah. <laughs> I think you start with, like, here's how you breathe with your regulator. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe even, I, I don't know. It feels like that's not the gate. You don't start with, yeah. like, in the in emergency event where you don't have enough air for yourself anymore, you share with your buddy. Like, that's not where you start. Yeah, no. You know? I, I feel pretty strongly that that's not where that goes. They just needed the But the fact of... that they're doing this fucking scuba diving extracurricular class in a, is nonsense anyway. Yeah. 
Oh, I was 100%. Certain, no middle school was having scuba diving as no. an extracurricular. The liability is insane. And if you were, I would like to know about it. Yeah, I mean, if you took Tell scuba me. diving in middle, school, scuba diving middle school, through your school. Yes, Not correct. like, I have no problem with an 11-year-old learning a scuba dive. That's fine. But, that seems like some Hawaii shit, though, you know? like I mean, like, I went... Surfing would probably be in their <laughs> extracurriculars. Sure. Because it's something, it's part of the culture there. Sure. Like, you are surrounded by water. I don't know you that live a, on an island. Of, uh, scuba diving takes place with Hawaiians, though. Potentially not. I feel like white the, people are more about scuba diving. Well, that's also, surfing is more Hawaii. Yeah. And I would say well, scuba diving school, is more like Costa Rica. <laughs> if your school offered scuba diving as an extracurricular, we'd love to know all about yeah, it. Yeah, we'd love to know about that. Because that's be... wild. That's certainly not an option to me. No. We didn't um, have any... Yeah, we didn't have any. I mean, my school didn't have a pool on campus, but we had a swim we, team that would like meet at an yes, off-campus. Correct, correct. Location. We also did too. We did not have a pool. Yeah. We didn't even have a theater. My theater was in a cafeteria. We had a one thousand seat auditorium right. and well, a black box. Show off. Ha ha. That's why I'm so wildly successful in theater already. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Good joke. I work two jobs, neither of them theater related. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's great. Yeah. No mic checks. No boom checks. No boom checks. We're going solid. Well done, everybody. I'll Bring it to, home. Yeah. Good job to uh, all the crew for not uh, accidentally booming the place. And I think that's it, huh? That's pretty much it. All right. Well, y'all enjoy the rest of the week. Whatever comes, comes. Live with it. Wise words from Skylar. Take take the, what is? Take luck. Take luck. No. No, not a Brian Reed What does uh, Maisie Williams say? What does she tell us to do? Oh my God. We have to do this mid-episode. We can't do it at the end of the episode. Well, there's already, a, the, the ad already rolled at this point. That's fair. You well, heard that what, sweet, sweet ad probably. What would Arya Stark do? If that ad's no longer active and you didn't hear that sweet, sweet ad because the sponsorship is no run, longer running, just know that we got a sponsorship. It wasn't cast for mattresses. No. But Sky I'm very, very excited. I, it's okay. I'm still excited. Do I want Casper mattresses or like Quip toothbrushes to sponsor us and throw one my way so that I can adequately talk about it because I've tried it out? I would love that. Will I be really disappointed if they reach out and be like, hey, sponsor us. Here's the script. Read the ad, please. And they don't offer to send me one. The answer is yes. I'll be really upset. (laughs) I will be very, very sad about it. But I will promote the shit out of it to get that sweet, sweet money per play. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's how ads work. That's, yeah. Class dismissed.